Welcome to episode two of the Stupid Football Thoughts podcast, brought to you by at Stupid Football Thoughts on Instagram. We are chatting with Bucks HQ. This is a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan page. We're going to be talking about uh, Jameis, Lovey, Cutter, who he was rooting for, Pat's Falcons, um, least favorite player, uh, most favorite player. It's a pretty wide-ranging chat. Talk a lot about what he's doing with his page and how he's uh, what his plans are for the offseason. And uh, we're about to jive, jump in. Thanks for tuning in to the Stupid Football Thoughts podcast. Welcome on to the Stupid Football Thoughts podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be on. Have you uh, have you ever done a podcast before? I have not. I, I've wanted to, but uh, this is my first time. Um, appreciate you uh, appreciate you coming on, man. I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you run Bucks HQ. Yes. Why don't you Why don't you tell me a little bit about your page? How you got started? Uh, how long you've been ha- having it going? And and uh, just kind of fill fill everybody in on on your page. Well, yeah. So I started Bucks HQ. Uh, it was originally Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Uh, I started at the end of the 2015 uh, six and ten season. Uh, I had a real passion. I saw other people doing it, and I thought, I mean, why not do it myself? Uh, right now, it has about uh, 3,500-something followers. Uh, I know that's not a lot, but it's more than I ever really expected, and I never expected to be doing this, you know, for so long, and uh, I'm glad that uh, people are starting to like what I what I post, and uh, it's it's been a real exciting journey. Uh, for the people thinking about starting up a, a, a fan page or something like that, what what have you had success with, and what what are your favorite type of posts? Uh, well, first I would say it's quality over quantity. So don't you know just spam out low quality pictures with with you know a bunch of misspellings. And put time into it because people are going to respond to that a lot better. And people are going to like that a lot more if you put time into your stuff. Uh, also, uh, my favorite type of post, uh, the stuff that gets me the most, uh, I mean, if, if you want to look at, you know, analytics, the stuff that gets the most views and, and attention, it has to be, you know, videos that you upload for me, uh, you know, highlight videos. Um, but are, But really anything, like I said, just, if you want to get started, the, the best thing I can I can tell you is quality over quantity. You know, don't spam out stuff. Uh, just put a lot of work into it, and and the rest will work itself out. Great stuff. Now, who's uh, who's your favorite Buccaneer? Um, I know this is controversial. And I say this I say this all the time on my page, and especially Cowboys fans, they get mad. But uh, America's quarterback, Pro Bowler. James Winston. So America's quarterback. You you got to explain. You got to explain where where you're coming from there. That's that's a big title. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, admittedly, if you want to look at the stats, you know, Jameis Winston isn't exactly what you would call America's quarterback, right? I think he'll get there. I think Jameis Winston is going to be one of the best. But the reason I call him America's quarterback right now is because. You're not going to find, in my opinion, you're not going to find a better leader and a person that wants to win more, has a passion to win more than Jameis Winston in this league. I mean, hands down, I got to say, with what I've seen him do uh, the last two seasons, 
the stuff that he's done, how much he loves his teammates, how much he wants to win. Uh, that's why I give him the title of, of America's quarterback, even if his on-field play doesn't exactly uh, reflect that yet. Gotcha. Okay. Who's the player that you think doesn't deserve all the bullshit he gets in the league right now? Hmm. I Okay, I'm going to get a lot, a lot of people, you know, saying stuff, but uh, I got to say Tom Brady. I got to say Tom Brady. Okay. Tom Brady doesn't de- doesn't deserve all the bullshit. He, he doesn't. I I mean, I think he's just hated. I know this is, gonna, this is really controversial, right? But I think he's just hated because he's successful. And uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, think he's, people he's, are he's 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 a five time Super Bowl champion that gets to bang a Brazilian supermodel. There's yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. Other, you know, you can, you can. Um, I, th- I think it's you can fuck with his haircuts a little bit. Some of those kind of go a, a few different ways, right? Um, the Uggs are, you know, wearing wearing Uggs in public is is uh, is criminal. Um, I, I mean, I love I love the girls in the yoga pants and the Uggs, but you know, if you're a dude, leave, leave the Uggs at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you, man. I'm, I, you know, I love Tom Brady. Or, you know, he's, he's uh, I've got mad respect for him. And, um, and, and now with the fifth Super Bowl, I, I think it's undeniable. So I think you, you're probably right on right there with, uh, with Tom Brady. And, and I gotta say that you, everyone will probably be surprised by this, like non-Bucks fans, but a player, a Buccaneers player that gets a lot of, uh, of hate for no reason is, is Gerald McCoy. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of Bucks fans that say he saw that, uh, you know, they, he doesn't want to win. He's, he's a baby. Uh, Where does that come is, from, you think? I honestly have no idea. I think I think it throws people off because he's not your traditional football player, you know. I get, he's a really just kind of – Goofy kind of guy in a good. I don't mean that in a, in a, in a bad way. He's kind of just like goofy, happy kind of guy, and I think people interpret that as he doesn't care or you know he's he's soft. But honestly, if you if you when you look at the stats and you look at what what just people in the NFL are saying, I mean, he is an elite defensive tackle. But I, I guess like I guess it just throws people off just his personality, just his demeanor. I mean, so like, what, give me an example because this is all news to me. Because I had, I, I, you know, I've, I've probably got the as a as a as a Niner super fan, and then a very generic, you know, I I follow the rest of the league as closely as I can, but not as much as I could when I was a little younger. Um, but you know, my only opinion of Gerald McCoy was he was the man, and that was the cornerstone of your defense in Levante David. So, what is it that Bucks fans are seeing that that um, that Makes you say that. Well, you know, like I said, you know, he he just he's kind of like a, a goofy kind of happy guy, and and some of the stuff he says too, like uh, like when he said that he was cheering for the Falcons, you know, people are like, oh, you know, I, you know, freaking out about that, and uh, gotcha. He said he said a lot of times, you know, in in locker room speeches, you know, he said like have fun and and, and stuff like that, and he honestly he just. And I also think it's because people expect him to be honestly 
they, they get upset that he's not like the next one stop. I mean, gotcha. I mean, I, I honestly think that's that's what, that's what it is too. I mean, Joe McCoy is is a very good defensive tackle, and I don't get why people just can't you know accept that he's just very good. He's he's elite, but he's not he's not Hall of Fame, you know, like like one stop. And well, I mean, what, he's what, he's not even uh, – he just signed his first big contract, right? So he's in year five or six right now? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that – he's he – I mean, Warren Sapp's, you know, probably the, one of the top two interior pass rushers of all time. Um, so, you know, yeah, I mean, sometimes – I mean, listen, the Niners, Niners deal with this all the time when we had, you know, Jeff Garcia um, <laughs> setting 49 – when we had Jeff Garcia setting 49er records, for you know touchdowns and um, yards and and all this stuff, um, you know people were like, well, he's not Montana and he's not young. It's like, come on, like you gotta, yeah. you know, you, yes, yeah, so it's like yes, but you know he's still, you know, he's still cranking out big seasons and and uh, um, anyway, so yeah, no, that, that that's always a tough one. How did you feel about moving on from Lovey from Lovey Smith? You know, admittedly, I was upset about it, but and I can't really tell you why, honestly. I just it was a big change, and I thought let's give him one more year. You know, he improved us from two and fourteen to six and ten. We had James Winston. You know, we had a franchise quarterback. Uh, I honestly wanted to give him another year, but you know, uh, now that I've seen what Dirk Cutter has been able to do, uh, I am totally, uh, I, I have no regrets. I mean, I'm not, uh, I, I, I'm not sad really anymore about Lovey One. I think it was, it was good for the franchise, even if I was sad, you know, when it happened. Yeah. You're winning, uh, getting a good team, uh, usually cures all that stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jason White has been drafting, I mean, amazingly. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are right now. I mean, we just had our first winning season since 2010. We've been hot, we've been hot garbage, right, pretty much until until very recently. So yeah, things are things are changing in Tampa Bay for sure. So I think I think you and I got. I mean, I don't want to say got into it because like the the degree is to to which I get into it with some of the people on my page is is uh, you and I had a very cordial conversation on uh, <clears throat> a meme I posted about you know, the Glazers owning a soccer team, but they can't draft a kicker. What – you said Light's been been drafting well. Do you defend the Aguayo pick for me? Defend him being taken in the second round. Well, I think if if you if, – if Jason Light, you know, our general manager, if he thinks that he has a talent like a, uh, like a Justin Tucker or a – Steven Goskowski, you know, you have a, a what you call a franchise kicker that uh, that you can have for, for, you know, maybe, I mean, definitely more than 10 years, I mean, for a long, long time. And uh, I think with the talent that Roberto Aguayo has and with the possibility that you can lock up, you can have an elite kicker, lock him up for years and years and years to come. Uh, and what I heard from from Jason is that his intel said that he would have been taken uh, soon. You know, he would have been taken close to where they they got him. So uh, honestly, if I was in his position, I I, I would have done. I would have got my guy. 
uh, I know now it, it's it's easy to ridicule because he's struggled and, you know, there are undrafted kickers that have that performed a lot better than him. But, uh, you know, I think – I don't think that's a Roberto issue. I think that's just him being a rookie. And I, I think a lot of rookies struggle in their rookie year. And uh, so I'm going to give him one more year before I say he's a bust. But, but yeah, like I was saying, if, if you if you think you have, like, a, a guy that you can lock up for years and years in a league kicker, that, that's – I think that's what was going through Jason Light's mind when he when he traded uh, those picks and and picked Roberto in the second round. We tried doing this over Skype for a second before we kind of ran into some technical difficulties, and you've got the Michael Jordan crying meme face on Matt Ryan's body. <laughs> so I'm assuming you were rooting for the Patriots, and you're not just kind of you know because there's whenever there's a, a Super Bowl involving a team from your division. You're either you're stuck because you're either one of these people that roots for the NFC, or you're rooting against the teams in your division. I'm guessing you were rooting against the team in your division. Yeah, it was hard because so many people in, in the Bucks community, even players, were divided about it. Like Gerald McCoy said he was rooting for the Falcons. Uh, I mean, a bunch of I mean, a bunch of people are saying they're rooting against the the, uh, the Falcons. I mean, there there's a logical argument to make for for both you know, for rooting for the Falcons and rooting against them. Uh, but the thing is, my family, they're all uh, uh, Falcons fans. You know, I live in Georgia. So we had, you know, they're all here, and uh, we had uh, some friends over, and they're all Falcons fans. So uh, it, it gave me some satisfaction, I'd have to say, uh, seeing, them, seeing them lose the Super Bowl. I know it's kind of, it's kind of messed up, but... Um, so here's here's my argument for always rooting against the team in your division. So you know they're like again, there's two schools of thought. You're either you're either an NFC person and you're like, okay, well my team's in the NFC, so I'm going to root for the NFC team in, in the Super Bowl. But when it's when it's a team in your division, um, and this one is this one's personal to me because I'm a Niners fan, that when it's a team in your division in the Super Bowl, you have to root for the other team. You have to root for the, the team in the, in, in the, in the opposite conference. Um, yeah. And the reason is if Harbaugh beats the Ravens, if, if Jim Harbaugh, because, uh, you know, it, it's the Harbaugh, the Harbaugh, if Jim Harbaugh beats the Ravens in that Super Bowl, um, he is still the coach of the 49ers. The 49ers are still a respectable team. They're still a respectable destination. And if you're a Seahawks fan or a Cardinals fan or a Rams fan, your team is worse off because the 49ers won a Super Bowl. And I I don't think you can ever root for somebody else in your division to get that kind of momentum that that winning a Super Bowl. You know, you never, ever hear about a team that, you know, wins that Super Bowl and then takes some huge, gigantic step back, especially like a young team like the Falcons. So if I'm, yeah, if I'm you and I'm, a, and I'm the Bucks, I'm terrified of the Falcons getting that, you know, that confidence um, from winning a Super Bowl. You, you want them to fail. You want them to feel like losers. You want them to be as brutal and as awful a loss as possible. So yeah, I think I think uh, your followers should should be on Cloud Nine and you know hoping uh, hoping that the Falcons um, have a downfall similar to the Forty ers but I I doubt I doubt they will. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, uh, yeah, I was, I was as much as it, as much as it hurt me, you know, rooting for the Patriots, wanting them to win. I did so, you know, because they're the Falcons, and I don't want them to. I don't want them to win a Super Bowl, you know. That and that's one thing we have over them, uh, you know, is a Super Bowl. So. Yep, per- perfect. So we got your favorite player. Who's your least favorite Buccaneer? Who's the guy that's got to go? Ooh, my least favorite Buccaneer. Um, gosh, that is a hard one. I would probably have to say Chris Conti. I know a lot of people, a lot of people hate him in in, in the Bucks uh, community, and it's because. He's one. He's just not a very good player, and two, he just he just doesn't care. He just acts like he doesn't care at all. And I don't want someone like that in the locker room. I, I want people like Jameis Winston. I want I want people like uh, like Robert Ayers. You know, I want I want guys that that want to win. And Chris Conti is just he's just one of those guys that's in it for the money, in my opinion. So I I do not want him back. <laughs> Gotcha. Now, is he a free agent this year? Uh, is he, is he, I mean, is he is he cuttable? Uh, I don't know if we should because, uh, I mean, he's a decent player, right? I mean, he's I, I got he's a decent player. He's not good, but he's a decent player. And honestly, we need we need safety. So, I I want him cut, but I don't know if if they will cut him. So, uh, you know, we have. Uh, I mean, he, uh, you know, Bradley McDougal is a free agent. Um, Chris Conti, yeah, he's a free agent, but uh, I, I think we'll, I think Jason Light is going to take him back, much to my dismay. Gotcha, gotcha. How about outside, outside the Buccaneers? Who's, who's the player that just kind of gets your blood boiling? Who's someone that I don't want? Uh, just, it's just somebody that's out there in the league that. Every single time you either you hear their name or you see them, you know, line up. You're watching a highlight. You either you're changing the channel or um, or something like that. Who's who's that? Who's your most hated player? Um, okay, this is gonna make a lot of people mad, but I gotta say, Marcus Mariota. Okay, I gotta say oh. because everyone everyone compares Marcus Mariota to James Swanson, and it's it, there's this huge, there's this huge rivalry, I guess you could say, not between sure. Jameis and Marcus themselves, but between, you know, their supporters, and it, and it, and it gets ugly. And honestly, uh, I think I, I think Marcus is a good guy and all, but uh, I just, with, with him being always, you know, compared and being ridiculed and people saying, you know, Marcus is better. I mean, I just, I, I can't stand Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, what are you hoping that the Bucks do this coming off season? Well, our first priority needs to be uh, getting weapons for Winston, because besides Mike Evans, besides uh, Cameron Bray, Jameis Winston doesn't have much. I mean, he's throwing to guys like Freddie Martino, you know, Josh Huff, guys that are working at Subway, you know, you know. Uh, and you know, guys that aren't real NFL players, you know, practice squad guys that that we picked up because we don't have anyone. And right. I think if we surround our franchise quarterback with with weapons, 
uh, you know, maybe get a wide receiver to and free agency draft one. You know, it's pretty, wide receiver's pretty deep in this draft. Um, so I, I think that needs to be our first priority, getting weapons for Winston. And that doesn't mean just being a wide receiver. Uh, I, I really want uh, – I want us to get a fullback. I want us to get a real fullback. I know that sounds weird, but – I think yeah, the, the the fullbacks are are a dying breed. They just they don't make them anymore. Yeah, the traditional like NFL fullbacks, like traditional fullbacks that that, that used to be in the league, they're hard to come by. And uh, the Niners had the the ginger Bruce Miller. That he was great up until he went nuts and beat up an elderly man with a cane. <laughs> so yeah, he was you know other than the ginger part, he was he was one of my favorites and. But, yeah, with the Chip Kelly offense that the Niners brought in, they got rid of the fullback. They were going to turn him into a tight end. And then uh, and then when he beat the beat up the old man, definitely uh, beat up the old man, they they cut his ass. So there's no reason to keep a fullback around uh, in the Chip Kelly offense. So, um, all right, so you're, you're, you're thinking that they need to go get a fullback? I think um, they need a fullback. I need some wide receivers. And I think, honestly, now that the Doug Martin, you know, drug situation came out and he – Suspended. I think running back is, is a need now as well. Uh, we have good depth at running back, but we need we need you know that bell cow uh, every down back that uh, that we can you know have for years. Uh, and I'm honestly think I know people are gonna say you know there, there are a lot of other options. Running back is deep, but I would love love to have Dalvin Cook. I mean that guy is special. And, and where think, where are you guys where are you guys picking in this draft? Uh, 19. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Dalvin would be there at 19. I mean, he may be. Uh, yeah, running backs are always tricky, man. They're either they're either going to go real high or they're not going to go uh, – or it's going to take them a minute to uh, to get off the board. I know, you know, the Niners got Carlos Hyde in the second round um, a couple years back. And, you know, years past, um, you know, 10 years ago, Carlos Hyde's probably a first-round running back. So, they have uh, running backs are certainly devalued. So, you know, uh, another another name that people are talking about, which which I don't, I don't think he's draftable, is Joe Mixon. Uh, people are saying, you know, let's 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 get some guys, you know, some good guys in the first round, and then we can we can focus on running back. You know, maybe get Joe Mixon in like the late rounds. I honestly don't want that guy anywhere near the Bucks organization. You, know, you don't want Joe. You, you you don't want the bad character guy. I do not want. I, I don't want that infecting the culture here. We're trying to win. You know, we're trying to build a winning culture, trying to build a, a, a good culture. And I think that someone like Joe Mixon, who who, who knocks out a girl on camera and who said he's, he's, he doesn't regret it, he, he, he doesn't feel bad about it. You know, I don't, I don't want that guy. Uh, I don't want that guy on our team in our locker room, you know, because guys haven't worked over each other, you know, and I don't uh, – I don't, I don't want that in the locker room. So. Okay, so you're saying weapons weapons for Jameis, um, running backs, wide receivers. How's the offensive line uh, looking, do you think? The offensive line is good. The offensive line gets a lot of crap, and it's honestly not their fault. The reason that Jameis Winston takes so many sacks, he took so many sacks last year, and it goes back once again to weapons for Winston because, you know, Mike Evans gets doubled or tripled and who, who else does he have to throw to? You know what I mean? And he's waiting for guys to get open, and uh, and, and they're just not there. You know, when you, like I said, when you rely on guys like Freddie Martino and, and Josh Huff, 
no offense to them, to, to, to get open, you know, you're probably going to be waiting a while. So the offensive line, our offensive line is good. You know, when uh, Jason Lyon last, uh, the two drafts ago, got a right guard, Alan Marpet, and a uh, left tackle, Don Smith, uh, that really, uh, I guess, solidified our offensive line along with a few uh, few moves, uh, you know, free agents. And, uh, yeah, our offensive, line, our offensive line is great in my opinion. So people need to stop, you know, giving them crap when it's our receivers. You know, that's the issue. Gotcha. So skill positions help out on defense. Obviously, it sounds like you want a new safety. Chris Conti's at the bottom of your list there, but uh, what else? Um, what else are you looking for uh, on defense? Um, on defense, I'm looking for some depth at linebacker. I mean, you know, our starting guys: Quan Alexander, Levante David, and uh, Daryl Smith. You know, we have some amazing linebackers. I mean, Quan Alexander led the league in, in solo tackles uh, in, at 108, and nobody even passed 100. Nobody else passed 100. So, and Levante David, you know, we, we all know how great he is. Um, but behind them, you know, we have guys like six-round picks like Devontae Bond. We have, you know, uh, practice squad guys. And that that kind of scares me because what if Levante David uh, goes out with a season-ending injury or Quan Alexander? I mean, our season, I mean, I got to say our season is would be basically, I mean, it would be over. Uh, so I, I want I want depth at linebacker. Maybe some more depth at defensive tackle. Um, maybe another corner. I don't know. We, we, you can always improve. You know, get depth everywhere. But I think our biggest issue should be uh, depth of linebacker. Gotcha, gotcha. So I got the 2017 the the, the Buccaneers opponents in uh, in 2017. Let's go through these one by one, and you can we can figure out if we can figure out what the schedule is going to be or what your record is going to be. So. Um, you've got uh, six games in the division. How do you think you're going to do in the division? Mm. Uh, I think we're going to be five and one. I honestly do. Five and one in the division. All right. And that, uh, okay, so then from there, it looks like you've got NFC North and the, yeah, it looks like the NFC North and the AFC East. Bears, winner, you think the Bucks take them? I think so. Lions? Uh, I think these, are home, these, these, are, these are the home games. So, uh, yeah, Bears and Lions at home. You think? Mm, I, don't, I don't think so. You, 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 you'll, you'll, you'll beat the Bears not beating the Lions? I don't think so because, honestly, the Buccaneers, I, I got to expect they'll, they'll slip one or two easy, easy wins. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, Patriots. Lost. Okay. Um, Giants. I think we win that one. Jets. You get both New York teams this year. <laughs> I think we win that one. Okay. And uh, um, okay, now for the away game. So you got the Cardinals. Uh, I think we get our revenge uh, next year after that pretty embarrassing loss. So I think the guys will be more motivated to uh, try to get that W. So uh, I'd say we beat the Cardinals. Okay. Bills? I'd say we beat them. Packers? I'd say we lose to them. Okay. Dolphins? Well, in, in, in interstate rivalry there? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Method Bear Stadium. I gotta say I think that'll be another one that we split, so I'll say we I'll say we lose that one. Okay. And the Vikings. I said we win that one. Okay, so that's uh that's ten wins. Yeah. I think sound about right. I mean I, I hope for more, but I think that's I think that's that's a that's a good you know I think that's a good uh, prediction. All right, I like it. Um, so back to your page. How um, how how long do you usually spend on your page uh, on a week, working on it? Ooh, on a week, um, honestly, like some days, I'll I'll just kind of uh, I'll just kind of you know skip out. But dur- during a week, I'll usually spend like probably a few hours. Uh, you know, gathering, uh, looking up videos, uh, trying to, uh, you know, do some research, uh, just kind of figuring out what would be, you know, best to post, uh, you know, at, at this time, uh, you know, waiting for stuff to happen. Like, some, like I don't want to wait too long for something to happen, you know, so I'll just post some highlight videos, uh, you know, in between, like, long periods of time when there's no off-season uh stuff going on. Um, so I'd say I, I, I spend like a spend a few hours a week I'd say. Like gotcha. do, you, do you have any do you have any big off season plans to uh to keep uh keep keep those followers keep racking up followers when uh, when there's no football on? <laughs> yeah that's that's always that's always tough. Uh you know when there's no football. Uh honestly I think I'll just need to keep I'll keep rapid firing, uh, you know, quality posts, of course, like I said. Uh, you know, draft talk, you know, talking about guys uh, with my followers, you know, who we need to draft. Uh, one thing about my followers that I love, I love my followers, uh, is that they're very, they, they, uh, they're very involved. And, you know, I can ask them, you know, what do you think about this player? What do you think about this move? And, I mean, so many of them will will come out and, and share their opinion and I and I appreciate that so much. So I think uh I think I'll definitely do that, get them involved, uh keep them interested, uh post some highlights from uh the twenty sixteen season and uh you know uh, I think if I do that uh, I'll be able to uh to keep the followers happy. Keep keep them cranking. I like it. Um what uh um, so we talked about the draft. Do you watch the combine at all? I do. You, you don't mind watching people work out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, def- definitely not. When it, uh, if, if there'll be a potential Buccaneers, you know, I, uh, I pay a lot of attention. Yeah, no, I, that's the one thing. Um, my wife loves watching the combine for some reason. Might be all the guys in, uh, might be all the guys in, uh, you know, skin tight workout gear. But I just, I just can't. I, you know, I, I can turn it on. I, usually, I like watching the linemen run. Um, that's always funny. And then I like watching the linemen run, and then um, the receivers run. Those, are the, you know, I want to, I want to see the, the fastest guys and the, uh, and the, and the slowest, fattest guys. <laughs> yeah. Down. So. Never mind. Um, uh, what got you uh, started on on your page? I, 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 I just needed something to do on uh, on Sundays. Um, I've got, uh, I got a couple kids now and just kind of needing, you know, needing something to do in between, you know, in between plays and stuff like that. And, 
Um, you know, my buddies and I are kind of on that group in the group message, always, you know, shooting jokes back and forth to each other. And, um, you know, this is stupid football thoughts is just kind of an extension of that. Um, being able to, uh, you know, I just, I was like, okay, let me see if I can, let me see if I can get some followers and, and, uh, um, took off a little bit. I had, uh, 400 followers at the, I think, uh, start of October. Um, so I'd been doing it for a month. I just started this year. I had 400 followers at the start of October. Um, and then I posted, uh, my, uh, do not trust this man meme with, uh, Cam in a Batman and a Superman shirt. Um, and, uh, I got like 2000 likes with 400 followers and it, it, that was really kind of where it jumped off. Um, and I'm up to, uh, 12, five, I think right now. So, you know, my followers are great. They usually, you know, I'll, I'll um, I usually get at least 50 or 60 people pissed off enough to try and hand me an L in the comment section when, when the whole goal is just to rip on everybody's team, including my own, um, you know, it comes with the territory. So, yeah, so that's, I mean, that's, it, it really was just kind of an extension of, uh, of getting in of, of the group message that me and my buddies are on. And, um, you know, it's was, it was just kind of, you know, let, let me see if I can, um, do this up proper and, uh, try and, um anyway so you know that's and, and now the podcast is something to do in the off season so um you know i'll be uh doing this trying to do this once a week with with uh other people in in your in your shoes um you know highly knowledgeable fans that are looking for they just want to come on and talk football so yeah that's yeah. <clears throat> that's that's my story yeah, i think that's awesome you're doing this podcast uh I, I, it's something that nobody's ever done before you know i like get in uh, fan accounts that that people love and uh, and and get them on a podcast. I think that's I think that's awesome. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, we got um, <clears throat> you know I had uh, like 200 people show up for the IG live that the Instagram live that I recorded uh, last week, and then uh, I think I got 70 or 80 downloads on SoundCloud. Yeah, just but just something fun to do. Just keep the football juices going. You know, make sure uh, you know nobody forgets about us, and then you know hopefully go into uh, next season smarter uh smarter for it but no it, it's been great having you on jared uh appreciate it um well hey man um thanks for coming on i appreciate you spending the time with me for all the bucks fans on here my uh my page's name is at stupid football thoughts no spaces or hyphens or anything and we're talking to jared from at bucks hq no spaces or periods or anything else in there thanks for tuning in thanks for listening um jared i'll, I'll let you take us out of here all right, thanks, man. Uh, I'm glad you had me, and uh, I, I really enjoyed being on the podcast. Good, man. Let's try and do this again uh, later in the office. Absolutely. All right, thanks, Jeff.